0: Welcome to to the the Empowered
1: Empowered Ladies Podcast. Helping women heal and reactivate the goddess self through connection, collaboration, and contribution. The spot for self-development,
0: interviews, and transformation. Oh, dang. (laughs) We did it. Happy Friday, and welcome back to the Empowered Ladies Podcast. It's your girls, Cass, the trauma-informed yoga teacher, and so much more. And
1: (laughs) Shelby. Shelby your goddess coach, and so much more as well. (laughs) That's right. We are Empowered Ladies Events, the yin and yang half. Mm -hmm. We are the whole Mm -hmm. of Empowered Ladies Events. We're coming (laughs) at you today with a podcast episode about embodiment, dance, movement, and just expression, body expression in general.
0: Yes. To embody something is to make something visible
1: taking energy or taking an emotion and expressing it physically and making it visible
0: Mm -hmm. our movement and body makes visible all of who we are our mood personality history family and culture oh
1: wow yeah true
0: so how do you move or how do you not move how do you Mm -hmm. hold back Mm -hmm. how do you express we personally uh think it's super important to practice expressing yourself in a safe environment and a sacred environment which is why we do something called energy movement dance class every single event that we do pretty much um and this really lets us drop into the body it opens the energy lines and calms the brainwaves and the nervous system to be able to receive healing plus it just lets down your walls you know you can be a goofball if you want you can be sexy if you want in a totally safe space
1: Yeah, I'll never forget my first energy movement class at Body and Brain and I was just all in my head like the entire time until probably the last few songs where I was just like, you know, even if I do see these people again who cares? Mm-hmm. You know, who cares how I move? That's kind of like why we're here in this class. You know, that's why like cast out. It's good to have a sacred space, a safe space to do this. in. if, especially if you're not used to doing it, um, you know, naturally in your day to day life, mm-hmm. because
0: let's think like, how often are we moving our body and it's like for someone or something else?
1: Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. We're
0: moving for work. We move to um, please other people, whether it be their eye, their ego, or whatever, right? (sighs) Yeah, even, like, back in the clubs and stuff, like, I'm pretty sure I wasn't just in my head, like, um, or in my body, like, losing myself and having fun all the time. Sometimes I was really in my head and, like, oh, my God, how do I look? And I need to do this dance move next and this and that, right? Mm. But this is a totally different space.
1: When I was in the club, it was very much a defense mechanism for me to be kind of in my own little world and so I tuned everyone else out and if someone came up to me and like tried to dance with me I would get really upset Mm. so like it was an emotional thing that I was like blocking at the same time as like just trying to be in all of the action so it affects everyone so differently and I think that is just really interesting because, yeah, it is such an important thing for us to do. And, yeah, there's so many of us that are not unable to do it. And even in religion, like, when you go to church, like, especially in mass or something for the Catholic Church, like, you're doing movements and you're kneeling and you're doing these things that embody the religious practice. And that's, you know, it goes in any part of your life, you're embodying something where... You're working. You're embodying the mission of that business. You know, Mm -hmm. there's so many different ways that you can embody things. And when you take that control and that power back to, like, move in the way that you want to, and instead of for someone else, like, that is the freaking sauce. Damn (laughs) That is the special sauce. Like, that's when you really feel connected to yourself, and you really get connected to that, like, unique rhythm that you have. And you don't even have to be, like, dancing well. You know, right. like, you can just be, like, moving and, like, shaking. You could do anything. And that's why I like I like ecstatic dance so much because you could literally do something crazy. Like, I feel like some of the, um, like, ecstatic dances, it's, like, the crazier the better. Mm-hmm. Like, I've even been somewhere where it's a little bit competitive you know, it's like, who can be the weirdest? <laughs> oh, yeah, like who could be like showing that they're tuning everyone out the most, you know, and they're so in their body. But regardless, that's just another lesson for you to remain in your body and observe these people and see how you're mirroring them and how they're mirroring you. And yeah, I think embodiment is a beautiful thing for us to reflect with each other too. That's the definition that you read visualization, like that's something that We all need in this world, I feel like. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, there's people who are blind and people who can't see, but they're still able to feel the movement. They're still able to, you know, feel when someone's moving around them. And Mm. yeah, embodiment can just affect so many different things. It doesn't have to be just dance, but that's really what we like to celebrate, especially being a women's empowerment business. We love to just like, let, let the loose. let the yeah, let loose, let the like feminine chaos out for like a few songs and just like forget about the world. Mm-hmm. Literally just make your whole body your world and that's it. Mm-hmm. And it's just so cool. I love that,
0: Shelby. So beautifully said. I think great job and yeah I think there's something to be told too when you um are doing this around other people right and you see them letting loose that lets you what is that word yes but it also gives you
1: permission yes
0: thank you it gives you permission too to drop into your body and just not give a fuck And, (laughs) and yeah, and um, I think it's really telling too how you said that you had to use it as like a defense mechanism against men and like unwanted sexual attention. And I think a lot of us can relate to that of not wanting to move our bodies in certain ways. So we don't attract certain attention. Oh, yeah,
1: we're told for our whole lives. That we're the ones in charge of how people perceive us. And especially if you're raised in a religious home, the like super, super religious homes believe that you are in charge. The woman is in charge of the man getting out of control. Like we're responsible for a man not being able to control himself sexually. Mm -hmm. And that's why so many people are slut-shaming people. That's why so many rape victims don't come forward because they're going to be blamed for it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's just such a toxic environment for victims. And it's not to say that every woman is a victim. However, it's so easy for us to be in victimizing situations because of the world we live in, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I personally feel like I have to watch myself like everywhere I go. And so having this practice kind of lets us reclaim our bodies, right? And reclaim Mm -hmm. the energy attached to dancing and to embodiment and to movement. And really just like Shelby said, take your power back with all this. And maybe we can also kind of reframe our thinking in a way too that allows us to feel more free and less judged. And, you know, no matter what anybody else is thinking, that we can still feel confident and safe to express ourselves
1: yeah knowing that any opinion they have of you is going to be a reflection of what they believe about themselves or something within them is uh resistant toward what you're doing Mm -hmm. and that is not your problem that is not your responsibility to process for them or change the way you move or live or whatever yeah it is not our responsibility to do that and I think a lot of us grow up thinking it is and that's why I think in our 20s too there's this like liberation of like you know some of us go and get super hypersexualized in our 20s because we've been told for so long to be in this box and like to not be a certain way and so eventually we just like we need to be that way like we have to see what it's like we have to you know, prove to ourselves that we're not the ones that will be what they say it was, you know, Mm -hmm. but then we actually end up being that. (laughs) (laughs) I know that for experience, for sure. Mm
0: -hmm. And, you know, but just because like we put, like she'll be saying, just because like we put something sexy on and, or we take a sexy photo that does not give someone the permission to sexualize us. Right. Right. Yeah, That doesn't mean that that's what we're putting that out for. Right. Just because that's how we're feeling or that's the energy behind it. It can also be just, like, sensual, you know, and and feeling feminine. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: And it doesn't mean you should feel like you can't do those things, you know? A lot of us are just living in this fear of expressing ourselves naturally. Like, this is what our bodies do naturally. Like, Mm -hmm. this is not us trying to conform our bodies in an unnatural way. Like, this is something we've done for since the beginning of time you know Mm -hmm. movement is something so healing and yeah I think we were going to touch on that
0: yes we were I think that brings us right to it the history of dance and how we used to use this at celebrations at funerals at all kinds of of different things
1: yeah anything they celebrated they as a village, if anyone was processing anything, they came together and processed together around fire and around music and movement, and they really brought that emotion or that uh, that time of life into embodiment. They brought it to life by movement and by dance, and it's just... It's a really beautiful way to, yeah, make concepts that don't have a, like things you can't prove, like love or something. This is something that you could do that expresses it in a way that's more than just saying I love you or just saying, you know, what is love? Like, what is the emotion of love or the vibration of love? Like, what does that feel like? How does that move through you? It's also a better way to understand these things as well. Mm -hmm. And understand your own self. How do you move? Where are you tight? Where are you restrictive? Like, my chest is so tight,
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: but my hips, I love to move those hips. So, (laughs) you know, it's just whatever you kind of practice the most is what's going to be the most movement. But regardless, we all have these spaces that are blocked or restricted, maybe subconsciously, you know, and it's just a really good practice to go through your body um, like a a body scan like Cass always does and check and see where am I holding on to energy that maybe could be flowing and where am I like trying to hold back out of fear yeah know? and maybe where am I moving out of obligation too? like make sure you're doing things that you know you want to do
0: mm-hmm. for, for yourself
1: sure. yeah not for how it looks
0: to someone else or whatever yeah And like Shelby was saying, yeah, this helps you move stagnant energy and trauma from the body. Like she said, it was a way to process energy and process emotion for years and years throughout time. When do you think like we stopped doing this, right? Like when did we just start sitting around at birthday parties and like gossiping and not dancing and and stuff? You know what I mean? I think I know. Why? When? What'd you think? Organized
1: religion. (laughs) I don't want to blame it for everything, uh, but I really do think that that was what caused a lot of doubt in people's natural lives, like their natural way of being. Um, And not in a bad way. I feel like religion definitely works for people, and it's great for them, and that's amazing. I am not against religion at all, but I do know from experience that I felt restricted, and I felt... Mm shamed for moving in certain ways or even dressing in certain ways for service Mm -hmm. you know and if you're too pretty or something or if you're like not pretty enough like even in the church you can feel a sort of prejudice around that yeah Yeah. and
0: that all centers around fear of sexuality and like the patriarchy turning sensuality and sexuality into something just different like right Or, or immoral
1: demoralizing yeah yeah
0: when it's really just a healthy part of our lives but obviously with the media and stuff like that it's portrayed and kind of been turned into something else but it's
1: terrible it's totally been weaponized like yeah against us Mm -hmm. our own bodies and our own movements have been weaponized against us that's so messed up yeah exactly but we can take back our power
0: yes simply by believing that We don't have to fall victim to the way people think about us. And yeah. Yeah. So let us know the ways that you like to move your body. Leave a comment below or message us on our socials. Let us know how this episode made you feel. Let us know in the ways that you move that makes you feel like a goddess. That makes you feel tapped into your feminine and your divine feminine. And you know, just that like
1: flow yeah and sensuality flow? and what have you not tried ever before that could possibly get you in flow yeah like there's so many things and you might be surprised it might be much simpler than you're thinking and oftentimes I think that's the case like just a simple like sway could be what your body needs in that that moment and that's movement that's embodiment and it that, can come in any way shape or form
0: yeah, that reminds me, and that makes me think, too, like, in school, too, we were told not to move around in our seats. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Sure. Uh, I actually remember the teacher calling me and complaining about my son and saying, you know, he does these big, huge movements all the time. He's just, he's so fidgety, and I'm going to have to kind of move him over to where he doesn't hit a kid or anything. Um, and it was a big <laughs> problem because, like, you know, my son just likes to move his body. Like, that's what feels good to him. He has a lot of energy yeah he has a lot of energy and he has to get it out and so that's how he does things and yeah even in school and and all kinds of things we're like told to stay still and people i think there's also been this like stigma of people who are like rocking back and forth that they cry cry
1: That's true. (laughs) That's actually really true. Right?
0: Or people doing Tai Chi in the park, people even look at them and they're like, what the hell are they doing? So
1: true. I've definitely been one of those people. And now I practice Tai Chi and I'm so grateful for that practice. And I'm so sorry to all those people that I did, especially in this day and age when Asian hate crimes are so high. Mm -hmm. Like, I I can admit that I've definitely added to that, like, as an ignorant young little girl, but anyways movement yeah is just so so key in owning your body and trusting your own body too I think a lot of this fear Mm -hmm. is instilling this distrust of of our own bodies and our own movements and Mm -hmm. we can trust ourselves we can trust our even like when we go hiking and you like walking across the rivers like trust where you're gonna fall trust like always like I'm gonna fall yeah but that's like part of it too like trust your body and like trust that no matter I don't know just yeah no trust in ourselves no but
0: that's true Shelby would always tell me trust your body and that your foot is gonna land in the correct place Yeah, (laughs) and it's true once I stopped uh, analyzing it all so much and worrying so much and like thinking okay I don't have the ability to do this and I just trusted that like okay I can do this and so my body is gonna figure it out in some way shape or form I didn't fall into the water anymore <laughs> yeah
1: and it's not like you're just going willy-nilly like not thinking about where you're stepping like you're right being cognizant of it mm-hmm. but yeah you're not over analyzing it and getting in like a paralysis of where to step next and then that throws off your whole like movement your whole like your whole forward motion that's right (laughs) commit to your movement
0: yes and commit to dancing we'll leave you with this that there are other places in the world countries in the world where women cannot dance outside okay they can't move their bodies in that way they would get in like legal trouble get arrested so I want you to move your body for them. I want you to move your body for your mother. She wasn't able to for your grandmother, for all your ancestors that maybe weren't able to express themselves. And if you have any trouble or you want to experience one of our um, energy dance classes, which is like Shelby said, it's like an ecstatic dance class, then um, hit us up anytime, ladies, okay? And follow our socials and see the events and the circles that we have going on. You can join circles a la carte or you can hit us up about our new membership and save some moolah.
1: Yeah, we are so happy to spend this time with you. Thank you for hanging out. Thanks. We love you. Bye. Bye. See you every Friday for more lifestyle, empowerment, and spirituality. Follow us on all social media at Empowered Ladies events. Till next time, goddesses.